whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Hello, sir. Hi, uh, you all right? <laughs> all right, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. I've been to the show in Munich last year, and obviously it's <laughs> as good as ever. Now, can you actually <laughs> recall a show that you would actually say that was a bad show? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so because I've never seen you bad. Never, not at once. It's crazy. No, not not no. No, I don't I can't ever recall one really. <laughs> no, I can yeah, there's been crazy shows and not yeah. No, I can't recall, ever call a bad one now. It's nice. You guys are going to be back out there in Germany together with Rage. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, that should be good, actually. Good package. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Are you going to change some of the set list from, uh, from uh, in comparison to Fall? Or are you going to be, do basically, you know... Uh, it's a, bit, it's a little bit different. It's a little yeah. bit different, but it's still the Carpe Diem tour. So, you know, there's, um, there'll be some Carpe Diem songs in the sets. Yeah. yeah, a little bit different, but not too different because obviously we only played four shows in in Germany yeah. on the last tour, you know, last year. So, um, you know, people want to see the Carpe Diem tour, I think. So we'll probably keep it similar, but I've, I've done a couple of changes. Um, All right. know, I've put in uh, I put in Motorcycle Man and uh, we didn't have that in the other shot. And I, I put in uh, Power and the Glory. Ah. I don't think I've took anything out. I just think the set was longer. <laughs> It's great. You guys, you guys didn't play strong arm of the law. Uh, is that something that you don't really see? You need to play that song or? I think, didn't we play on the encore? No, you'd played uh, maybe Princess you, of the Night. Maybe you missed it, did you? No, I did not. I'm no, okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, back in the, it's back in the set list now. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Now there's. I was I was really surprised when you guys announced a second, you know, a follow up to Inspirations. Right. I di I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, well, we're not predictable. <laughs> so you know that's the way we like it. Did we Did like you record that? Better. Did you record it with the first one, or was it like a latest? No, song? we recorded. No, no, we recorded it. Um, After, but it was still in sort of COVID a little bit. Yeah. I mean, in, uh, I mean, UK was a little bit uh, quicker to get over COVID than the rest of Europe, I think. So yeah. we record. We started recording um, sort of uh, early last year. All right. Uh, might have even been uh, a bit the year before that. You know, twenty two. But. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, we, it's been in the kind of while. Uh, yeah, we had a couple of songs um, that we hadn't, uh, we hadn't, hadn't used. Uh, so we, I just made a list of another 10 songs, really, and, uh, <laughs> you know, put it past the guys. And, uh, yeah, that's how we did it, really. So, did, you um, have, did you have to fight about those songs? No, no. Ah, come no. on. They're pretty much what everybody likes anyway. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, I think Nibs would have probably liked the Slayer song in there, but um, you know, I didn't. I didn't put one in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the first, yeah. the first song in the first video, 
we could you know see or hear from the listen to from the from the new record is uh, the faith healer from alex harvey and you know what uh, since I saw your video. I never really thought about this sound, this starting sound, this pumping sound. Where does it come from and with which instrument you, you actually create that? Uh, it's, a, it's a Moog synthesizer. It is. It is. It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, how did you guys find out? Were you there at the beginning? Were you like, oh, we, have to, we have to get the same synthesizer than, than he does in order to, to recreate? Well, it's, not, it's, not, it's a modern Moog synthesizer. Uh, they do. They do. Uh, it's a move, but it's not as big as the old move was. Uh, I think the thing is with the original Alex Harvey, it's a move through an echo, an echo, uh, through echo, basically. So it's repeating itself. We did the same thing. So um, yeah, I mean, it. Uh, I mean, I, um, Doug Doug's son did it for us. Okay. He's a bit of a waz with keyboards. So um, yeah, he's on the video, I think, at the beginning. Okay. So okay. yeah, we wanted it. We didn't look carbon copy of it, but we wanted it very similar because I think the original sounds fantastic, you know, and uh, yeah. we, wanted to, we wanted to keep that spirit of the original. Yes, you did. You absolutely did. I had no idea that a band such as Kiss would be an inspiration for you guys. Well, uh, Nigel, the drummer, was a big Kiss fan. Okay. And... Um, He, he had all the records, and I think I think I think maybe he got dressed up in front of the mirror in the bedroom. I don't know, but um, we'll keep that between ourselves. <laughs> so yeah, uh, and uh, and two million people listening. But yeah, uh, so um, yeah, he was a big Kiss fan, and and Detroit Rock City is my, one of my favorite Kiss songs. I wasn't really a massive Kiss fan uh, mm. back in the day. Mm. Uh, I was more into. Uh, more rockier sounding, but I did like Kiss, but I don't think they were an influence for me. But yeah. obviously, for Nigel, they were an inspiration, uh, which is what the album's all about. So, basically, the Kiss track is really for Nigel, you know. <laughs> all right, was there any track where you thought, like, hold on, this is more difficult to play than we expect it to be? Well, they're all quite difficult, uh, yeah. they're quite difficult to. I tell you what's difficult, yeah, what's difficult is there's a lot of keyboards in some of the songs. Uh, mm -hmm. So we didn't really want to use keyboards. We wanted to make it like Saxon, you know? Yeah. Um, so we transposed everything from keyboards to guitar. And where there wasn't a proper drum beat, we put in a proper drum beat. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't really want to mess with the song, but it's difficult to uh, to keep it fairly um, heavy, but um, but not uh, too far away from the original. And obviously mm -hmm. singing or the singers songs you know melodies and their style is uh, is a bit of a challenge for me to do that but yeah um, oh, i can imagine yeah, i mean my voice is very uh is very versatile so uh you know i think people are quite surprised at how many different uh types of songs i can sing really <laughs> did it take you a long time uh to record the whole thing no no it took about two weeks Oh, the not... thing is, it's a fun project, so and we don't yeah. have to write anything. We just have to do a little bit, a few little arrangement changes. I mean, most most of the time, it was getting the sounds right, you know. Yeah. Uh, not too old and not too new. Just finding that, uh, you know, middle ground that gives it a slight edge. You know, <laughs> some songs we play it faster, some songs we play it slower. Yeah. Just different things like that, really. So we concentrated on the grooves. And the actual sounds of the playing, really. I mean, the, the, the guys in the band, I don't think there's anything too difficult for them, really. 
Yeah. I think it's just getting the right uh, the right mood, really. If you know what I mean. Is that something that you would actually do live too? You would you would love you would like to do live? You know, after the Carpet Team DM tour is over, why not play <laughs> a set of cover songs? I don't know. Yeah, well, people people ask. I mean, I think he's not the first person to ask if we're yeah. doing a covers a covers album tour. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it would, would be good. Maybe we could do small clubs or something, and it'd be quite nice and intimate, you know, and just do some do some cover songs. But I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, well, I don't like being predictable. So let's wait and see what happens. You know? <laughs> you know, you as a person are, I think, not predictable at all because it took you almost 70 years to release your first solo record, and then you did, you know, the Heavy Water Project uh, with your son. Yeah. How much more? Yeah, well, there's there's another there's another heavy water album uh, due for release uh, this year, I think. Okay, are you guys finished with that, or are you just in the process of working on it? It's finished, actually. We just need to uh, finalize it and have it mixed, really. So it's it's sort of ninety five percent ready. Oh, that's cool. But then you have the rest of the year for your second solo record, Mr. Byford. Yeah, I'm, at the moment I'm writing the next Saxon album. Uh, so I'm working on that at the moment, but yeah, I am. Uh, I am thinking about a solo album. So uh, I have got some ideas around for different things, but it's very difficult to work on two albums at the same time because uh, you know I don't want to use ideas uh, yeah. on my solo album that I could use on the Saxon album because obviously the Saxon album takes priority to everything else. How do you approach making a Saxon record? Nowadays, and they're all good records that came out that you guys released the last or the last years. It's all brilliant, but you know, for even old people, and, and I am old too, believe me, it's it's kind of hard for a new Saxon record to achieve the nostalgic, you know, standard of an old Saxon record. It, it doesn't matter how often you listen to it. So, how do you approach a new Saxon record when you have all those classics in the back of your head and go like? You know they're here, and you know how do I? How do you? Well, we don't even we don't even think about it actually. <laughs> I mean, I think, Why do I, I think even ask? Diem, I think the Cabernet album yeah. uh, is as close to the old stuff as probably we've done for some time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people recognize that there's a lot of connection with some of the songs and style of this of the album, but uh, we don't really think about it. We just like we just basically what we do is. We write music, and if that music inspires me to sing a melody or come up with a title, then we use that track. So it's a very sort of, uh, you know, I might say to the boys, oh, can you, can, you, can you come up with a riff like, I don't know, okay, okay. Strong Arm of the Law or something, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's, a, you know, or I might say, can you come up with a track like Metalhead? But very rarely I will say that. Most of the time, we're looking for stuff that's unique, and uh, I think that's the key, really. Yeah. We're always looking for music that is uh, not too, uh, you know, out there, not too hardcore, not too avant-garde, just basically in that Saxon uh, in that Saxon realm. But you know, we we're lucky because we we have uh, a lot of songs that are very melodic. Uh, yeah. So we cross the yeah. we cross the line uh, between heavy metal and heavy rock, really. So uh, you know, so we're very lucky in that. Um, you did a couple of years ago. You re-recorded some songs uh, with orchestra, and um, sometimes unplugged, and it was called unstrung. 
yeah. it sounded it sounded just fantastic to give those songs <laughs> with the orchestra like like another dimension. Do you think you you, you would do this again anytime? Yeah, we, we could we would do that again. Yeah, it's just finding the time and the right yeah. songs, if you know what I mean. Uh, I think I think it's uh, you know the timing of things like that uh, are, have to be good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean we did we did a quite a large um, show in Vacken with violins and keyboards yeah. and percussionists. So I think really from that point when we started to do an unplugged, we have done orchestrated versions of our songs on CDs. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I think we've done crusade. You know, we have done it as an extra bonus for something. But um, it would be nice to do an album of, uh, of possibly older songs that have the, the orchestrated um, element to them. I mean, it, it just sounds great, you know? Yeah, yeah, all right. I mean, some people don't like it. Some people love it. So, you know, that's how it is. So. Okay, okay. You Now, just have to do what you believe in, really, and just, um, yeah. just do your thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. You guys, you're going to be on the road now, but then uh, there's a show announced and it has been announced for a couple of years at the Bang Your Head Festival. And it's still, you know, the Eagles and uh, uh, Cats. Well, it's still on that that festival. I mean, we're, we're, we're all preparing for that festival. I mean, I know um, I know they've been quite ill. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't know what he's... But yeah, as far as I know, it's happening. So... Um, You know, fingers crossed, really. But that's uh, that's a, that'll be a 40th anniversary uh, Castle the Needle show, so it, it's not really a Carpe Diem show, if you know what I mean. No, uh, I'm you know I've been looking forward to this show for three years now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure everybody else has as well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, I think we, we can. You tell us one thing that we can like expect, which is you know unusual for a Saxon show. Except for on which castle. on Carpe Diem or on the castle? <laughs> on the castle, the Eagles show. Well, it's a big show. We have screens and eagles and castles. Yeah, I mean it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, it's like a forty, forty, well, forty-three years now, but it's a fortieth anniversary set. List, so it's all, uh, it's all basically the hits and the title tracks and things of uh, of quite a lot of albums. So. It's, it's all good fun, you know. All right. All right. Cool. I I think I have no more further questions, Your Honor. Okay, great. It's been nice talking to you. Yeah. Thank you very And, much. Uh, yeah, we'll probably see you on the road then, shall we, next? Uh, yes, yes. In the next few weeks, maybe. Yeah, yeah. As long okay, and, cool. and don't for, don't forget to put out signed copies uh, of the vinyl again. <laughs> well, we're going to try and do that. But there, to tell you the truth, there aren't a lot left. So, <laughs> you so, know, yeah, it, we're, we're gonna try. We're gonna try and do that. Yeah, it, it was it was some. it was weird in Munich. There were like five copies on sale, and just I spied on them. You know, during the whole gig, and just when I turned yeah. around, they were all gone. I was like, Yeah, can yeah we just um, we just have we just have some left. I think we had I think we had about five or six hundred left, and we sold like I don't know five between five and ten a night. Really, yeah, uh, yeah. Just, we just signed them. Sound them in the afternoon and then put them on the merch, merch stand. And uh, yeah, basically. So we, uh, you know, we, we had it. We took the crew out for some dinners with the money and generally, uh, <laughs> you know, used it for the tour. Really, so it's really good. <laughs> nice one. Thank you very much, Mr. Byford. Have a nice day. Okay, you too. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye bye. 
whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.